Hey, we've been in a series. We've been talking about some things where, where uh, the Bible's calling us to do uh, something. Maybe you've heard of sports games or something like that. People say, hey, turn up. You got a you know, better defense. We've got to do better here. Maybe it's in the car. Somebody says turn up. You turn up the music, whatever it may be. Um, we're glad to, to be looking at this, and we've been looking at it for the past few weeks, um, and we've really been just asking, what can we do? What is the Bible asking us to do? So um, I want you to think back for a moment. And I want you to think back. You don't have to tell me or tell the person next to you. Just I want you to think back to, um, and it's not a good memory. When was the last time you were like really, really uncomfortable? For some of you, it's your first time here, and you're like, dude, right now, uh, I'm not comfortable here right now. It's okay. Uh, one of the, I was trying to think back this week. There's been lots of times to pick from because when you get old, there's like lots of times to pick from. Um, it just happens that way. Uh, probably one of my most uncomfortable moments, shh, one of my most uncomfortable moments, I was uh, doing an internship in uh, Lexington, Kentucky at a church, and I was the intern there doing my thing, and we went hiking on one thing, and I caught just a little tiny, tiny bit of poison ivy, okay? And that little tiny, tiny bit of poison ivy, it was one day we went hiking, um, and it was like early in the weekend, and the next Friday we were going to uh, an amusement park up there um, called Kings Island. Maybe some of you have heard of it before. It's a roller coaster, amusement park, nothing big. By the next Friday, the poison ivy had spread like uh, mayonnaise. I don't even know what to say. Like it just spread every, it was like I was, it was on my leg first, and then it got to my hands, then it got to my shoulders. By Thursday night, we're supposed to go to the amusement park the next day, my entire face had poison. I looked like Lizard Man or something. It was just disgusting stuff oozing. It was just gross. My eyes were like totally almost swollen shut. Luckily, the guy I lived with, he was a doctor. He came home and gave me a shot that day, and it cleared up the next day. But man, I had to walk around the amusement park, and people thought I was like a sideshow attraction. Um, And it was itchy, and it was just horrible. My theological thing says this, that people in hell will probably have poison ivy. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's true, but it's horrible. Uh, maybe you haven't had, anybody had poison ivy before? No. I hate that crap. Horrible. Um, we've all probably felt some type of physical, you probably had some time in your life some type of physical uncomfortableness. There's been some place, maybe if you remember when you were a kid, you used to play hide and go seek, and you got in the wrong hiding spot where it's like too small, and you're like, if they don't find me soon, I may suffocate, or my leg or arm may never work again. You just get in these predicaments, these spots, um, where we're just really, really uncomfortable. Anybody broke a bone? Yeah, I've never done that, but I've heard it's really, really uncomfortable. Shh. All right? Shh. We've all probably had some type of physical uncomfortableness. So we could go around the room and everybody would have this story they could, they could share about it. We probably also, there's another side to uncomfortableness. And it's, it's one I think that's, that hurts more than the physical, and it's the emotional. I mean, there's probably been a time in your life where um, I think we all know what that's like. Maybe you felt just really uncomfortable. Maybe you got to school and you realized, like, after lunch that your shirt was inside out all day. All right? And you're that guy or girl. Um, and you just, shh. or maybe it's been one of those moments, shh. Maybe it's been one of those moments where you're the new kid and it's the first day of school 
It's the first day of practice. Um, it's the first day to do whatever, and it's just this really, really emotionally uncomfortable time that it happens in your life. Um, we've all been in places like that. And it doesn't matter whatever the situation, you and I, we hate. We hate to be uncomfortable. I mean, look at our lives. We'll do anything we can to make things feel more comfortable. We'll do anything when you come here to make things feel more comfortable, to greet you, to make sure people are saying hi. Like, we'll do anything like that. But it's the same way in our lives. We do anything we can to be more comfortable. The Wi-Fi will be faster. Um, the service, we speed it up here. Um, we make sure that, the, you know, at home, like, clothes are more comfortable. We just love comfort, and we'll do anything we can to not be uncomfortable. And that's either physically or that's emotionally. We'll do whatever it is because here's what we like. You and I love a comfort zone. Like, we love to be in a place where, okay, this is, it's like your room at home, and you're like, okay, this is my comfort zone. This is where I live. This is where I thrive, and I'm comfortable here. It's wherever it is. We love our comfort zone, and many times we don't like to step outside of them because we just, we, we love comfortability. We, we just do. In this series, we've really been talking about this, like I talked about before, that, that Jesus is asking us to turn up. He's asking us to, to not do more, but he's asking us to live a certain way. And here's another thing tonight that we're going to look at. And he, he, all these things we've been talking about would not just impact us if we do these things, if we'll turn up and do these things, it'll impact us, but it's also going to impact all kinds of other people around us. And that's the cool thing about it. We, we've talked a little bit about putting other people first and how that changes our lives. And it's also definitely going to change the people around us' life. We talked last week about uh, the words that come out of our mouth, and we have to be really, really careful of those things. And if we would really watch the words and we'd build people up, like it would change our lives and it would change a ton of people's lives around us. And tonight we're just going to be looking at this, and Jesus is going to, he's going to talk to us about our comfort zone. He's going to say, when it comes to your comfort, like there's a different way I'd like for you to live. And he, Jesus is going to uh, talk a little bit, and we've talked a little bit about being uncomfortable tonight, but those are kind of silly things. But for the next few minutes, I want you to think about some people who in their lives are living these lives every single day that just are not comfortable. And there's a ton of people that live that way, who are living in some very real, real serious conditions where discomfort is all around them. All over the world, all different communities in the world, we're going to look at uh, kind of where we live right now. We're going to look at America tonight, uh, but if you look at any third world country, like I've been to um, Africa, I've been to Haiti, I've been down to Mexico, uh, there's a lot of places where I've seen things, and man, there's so much more comfort uh, in America because we like comfort. But I don't know if you know this or not, but there are, um, there are homes in Jackson County who tonight where, where kids are going to go to bed and they're going to go to bed and be hungry. Now you're thinking, oh, this is America, we just had a ton of food downstairs. But here's the thing, it's, it, most statistics say that 15% of kids that will go to sleep tonight, like there is not enough food in their homes. Where if you went to my house, we could probably feed everybody here tonight for maybe a day or two just with the leftovers and stuff in the pantry and stuff in the freezer. We could get it done. It wouldn't be your favorite meal, but we could probably feed 
100 people like we have tonight. We could probably do that. Um, we could go and have breakfast or dinner or whatever it may be. We could just do that. But there's a lot of people who go to bed and it's, it's, not, it's not comfort. There's also a lot of families that, that live in poverty. Poverty uh, is people who would make less than $23,000 a year. That's considered the poverty line, and it's real. I don't know if you know this or not, but 26% of kids under 18 in Georgia live in a home where it would be considered just not enough. Numbers are a little lower here in, in Jackson County that 12% of the people would, would find that. There are all kinds of kids who, who have no one, who have no mentors, who have no one to uh, tutor them, who have no adults in their lives who really care for them and want them to succeed. For every 1,000 kids in the state of Georgia, there are three kids who are living in a foster home who they would love to have a permanent home, to have a, an adult or a parent or someone to just love for them. There's kids that just don't have comfort. On any given day, just in the state of Georgia, there's 12,700 foster kids. And last year, if you look at the entire year, there were 19,466 children came through the foster care system in Georgia. I know you're saying, well, man, what can I do about feeding people and, and poverty level and fostering kids? Man, I'm 12 years old, I'm 18, I'm whatever in the middle. What can I do about that? It's definitely something we can do. But what I just want to point out is there's not, everyone's not, it's not as comfortable as it is for you and me for a lot of people. There's actually a statistic that I was reading this week. There's, there's also a lot of lonely people in this world. People that would love to have a friend or some friends, some people to call uh, their friends. This past week I was reading a study from the National Science Foundation. It found this, and it's just crazy. They kind of called this the age of loneliness. Even though we are connected as like crazy, like, like digitally, like we're on friends online, we're, we're Snapchat friends, we're Instagram, we're Facebook, all these social media things, like loneliness is continuing to skyrocket even though we are connected digitally to all kinds of people. And this, this study said one in four people are feeling lonely. They took a survey of 1,500 people and found that nearly a quarter of them admitted to researchers that they had no one to talk to and nobody to share news with. And that's just not even the entire list of people we could talk about who are just not comfortable. We don't have a comfort zone like you and I may have. Maybe you identify with some of those examples. Maybe right now loneliness is a thing where, you, you know, it looks like there's a lot of people around you, but there are times when you just feel lonely. Maybe for some of you, you, you know about the, the hunger thing or, or about having some financial difficulties. Maybe you, you have one of those, those moments. Maybe you hurt for those people as I talked about. Maybe some of you don't even feel anything when we talk about people who are uncomfortable. I hope you'd feel a little bit of that, but maybe you don't. No matter what the situation is, uh, here's what I wonder. Why don't we do something? Why, why don't we step up and do something? And I think the biggest reason is this. Helping people gets us out of our comfort zone. Because when we say we're going to help somebody, things get awkward, things get messy, 
we don't know what to say. Many times we don't know what to do. And many, many times we just say, okay, I want to help, but it's, it's too uncomfortable for me to walk across that line, to say this, to interact with them. It's just one of those things where it's, it's too uncomfortable for me to do, man. I, just, I don't feel safe doing it. It's awkward. I don't know what to say or do. It's just one of those things. I think the biggest reason is we just feel uncomfortable. Because here's what usually wins. It's comfort. Almost every time, hands down, comfort wins. Do I want to put myself out a little bit? No, comfort. Let me have that. Do I want to help somebody and take a little time out of my life? No, comfort wins. And we always go back to the comfort zone. We, we will, many times we won't even stray. We won't get out of the comfort zone. So what do we do about this battle, this desire to help some people who, who don't have the same comfort that we have? And what do we do with this desire that we want comfort? There's this battle going on. And many times we let comfort win instead of being uncomfortable and helping someone else. So what do we do? Obviously, Jesus is going to give us something that he's going to tell us some things of how we can love and care for people. Here's what Jesus says. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, put Jesus in there. Jesus, when, when do we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? Like, like when did we see you as a stranger and invite you in? When do we give you some comfort, leave our comfort zone and, you know, hungry, feed, thirsty, give you something to drink? When do we see you as a stranger and invite you in? When do we see you needing clothes and clothes you? When do we see you sick or in prison and go visit you. And the king replied, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, brothers and sisters, you did for me. I love that Jesus says this. He says, it is so important that you would help people, that you would come beside people. When you do it, it's like doing it for God himself. That's what the scripture is talking about. Like when you will help someone who's uncomfortable feel some comfort, when you'll step out of your comfort zone, he's saying this, that, man, it is just like doing that for me. He puts caring for other people on the top of his priority list here in the scripture. He says, man, it's so important that you'll leave your comfort zone and look for people that are lonely, people that are, that are new, people that, are, that are, um, don't have as much, people that don't have as many clothes as you. He's like, when you do things like that, it's like ministering to me. And I love what he did here because every single one of these, it's a simple act of service. It's not difficult. It's like reaching out to lonely people. It's like reaching out and giving food and water. It's not difficult things. Clothes, being there for people, it's, it's, it's small things. It's simple things. But somebody who's hungry, giving them some food, that is a huge, huge deal. It just is. Being there for somebody who's lonely, and has no one, when you're there for them, that is a huge, huge, big, big deal. It just is. So I wonder tonight, are you willing to feel uncomfortable a little bit and step out of your comfort zone and care for somebody? I think it's worth being uncomfortable if it's going to connect to what God wants to do in our lives. I think it's going to give us an opportunity to change somebody else's life for the better. It's going to give us an opportunity to change things for the better. I mean, isn't being uncomfortable, being awkward, stepping out and doing something for someone worth it if it's really, really going to matter in their life? I think it is. 
Because tonight I just want to challenge you to do this. It's, it's not to choose comfort. It's to choose courage over comfort. And it's going to take courage to step out of our box. It's going to take courage to step out and meet the needs of someone. And Jesus is saying here that there are people hurting around you. Uh, would you just turn up and would you, would you comfort someone? Courage is like a muscle that you're going to have to continue to flex. You're going to have to flex courage if you're going to have it. All right, you're going to have to step out time after time, and courage is going to get stronger and stronger and bolder and bolder if you'll keep stepping out of your, your comfort zones and keep doing that. It's so cool to see people step out of their comfort zones. And I go on mission trips with people and see them in uh, like the country of Haiti or see them in another place that they don't know about and I see them out of their comfort zones. I love it because many times if we'll step out of our comfort zones, really, really cool things happen. I want to give you three things as we close up shop tonight is this. Like, how are some ways that I can actually get out of my comfort zone and not choose comfort but choose courage? The first one is this. You have to decide to do it. As we're talking about people who are hurting tonight, there should be some antenna and go up and be like, I need to stop playing so comfort. I need to stop having comfort always in the forefront of my mind. I need to be uncomfortable. I need to have some courage. And some of you just need to be, you need to get sick of being comfortable. There's times in my life where I am so comfortable all the time that I get sick of it. And I'm like, man, it's always this. I need to be uncomfortable sometimes. I need to reach out to people sometimes. I, I need to do that. I need to do this and step out. Second one is this, you need to commit to do it. Maybe you need to sign up for something we do here. Maybe you need to say, okay, it's going to be, you know, Tuesday is uncomfortable day. All right? Tuesday is going to be uncomfortable day, and all day on Tuesdays, I'm going to look for ways to step out of my comfort zone and talk with somebody who I never talked to, befriend someone who needs a friend. Tuesday's the day when I'm going to say, you know what, I see somebody not eating lunch, here's you know, here's some of my food. I'd love to share it with you. Maybe Tuesday's a day. I don't know what day it's going to be for you, but you've got to commit to stepping out and saying, I'm going to do something else. The third thing I think will really help is get your friends involved with it. Because when you have some other people with you who are willing to walk into an uncomfortable situation, you have so much more courage when your buddies are beside you. When you're feeling not so courageous, a couple of your friends beside you, man, that, that, that just helps you're so much more courageous when you do that. Guys, when you'll be courageous and step out of your comfort zone, it's going to change things. It's going to change people's lives. It's going to change little pieces of the world. It's going to change little pieces of people's hearts. It's going to change people. If we'll just say, you know what, I'm tired of playing it comfortable. I'm going to step out. I'm going to do something that's uncomfortable. Would you stop having this desire for comfort and trying everything in your life to be comfortable? Because that will many times keep us from doing some big things in our lives. Would you be courageous and when you take the risk, when you see someone who is uncomfortable, when you see someone who is lonely, when you see someone who's having a bad day, would you step out and take the risk and have some courage and not choose your own comfort? Would you step out and say something? Would you step out and do something? Because that's what we need to do. The last question I have before we go off to our small groups is this. Who do you know right now? Who is it right now that you know 
who has a need. And would you step out of your comfort zone? Would you be create, courageous and serve them? Because Jesus says, when you serve them, it's like serving me. Would you look for the small, simple things and be brave? Be brave. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray you will give us eyes to see people who are hurting. Some of us, that's people in here tonight. There's people tonight in here, as I talk about loneliness, they, man, they wanted to put their hand up and say, that, that's me. God, would you help us to see that? Would you help us to stop living our lives to be so comfortable? Would you help us to be brave and say, you know what, it's time for me to have some courage and love some people in and around me. God, help us to be courageous. Help us to, to risk whatever it may be, to risk some awkwardness, to risk some uncomfortableness, to help some people who really, really, really need it. God, put small things in our path so we can be create courageous for you. Lord, we thank you for this night. We thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for your challenge of your word that you just said, you know what, it's not the status quo. I want you to live a certain way. Lord, we thank